fama de los impuestos ya empezó. Ya no, porque Boost Mobile te da gratis un Samsung Galaxy A23 5G cuando te cambias y con el poder de las redes 5G más grandes del país. No más drama, ¿qué será de mí? Cámbiate a Boost y llévate un Samsung Galaxy A23 5G gratis. Oferta por tiempo limitado, solo nuevos clientes disponible en ciertas redes. El servicio 5G no está disponible en todas partes. Un dispositivo por línea excluye impuestos, aplican restricciones adicionales. Visita una tienda para detalles. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, mantenga... It's Kermit the Frog here. You're listening to Diz His Podcast. Yay! Welcome to episode 95 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your Muppets, Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today, we will be giving the his on Kermit the Frog. So what do you guys think of Kermit the Frog? You know, it's probably the most popular Muppet out of all the Muppets. I would say it's Kermit, right? Yeah, for sure. Definitely the most iconic. Is he your favorite Muppet? That is the question. Yeah, he's definitely my favorite Muppet. Is he really? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, there's, okay. There's so, there's so Not what I would have expected. What, hold on. If you had to take a guess, which which Muppet would you think Alex's favorite would be? Yeah, what is it? I would have thought like Animal maybe or something. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jen, I think I know your favorite Mupp- Muppet is going to be oh. Sam the Eagle. Oh, I do like Sam the Eagle. <laughs> but no, that is not. he. I do like Sam the Eagle a lot, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny that I, I, I think... <laughs> that you didn't even think about him until I said it, huh? No, I, I do. I actually just pulled up. I cheated. I pulled up um a, a thing because I was like, oh, I don't know what Muppets. So I because there's so many, you know, and you have to understand being the oldest person. I grew up on Muppets. So like my sarcasm and my my humor and everything like that is directly from watching this as a child. So I had to think and I'm looking at them. I'm like, I don't know if I could pick because I really kind of like them all, but I do have mine. What's yours, Joe? Uh, I think mine is Gonzo. I love Gonzo. You know, he's kind of goofy. He's kind of silly. Uh, I loved Gonzo growing up. So he's probably my favorite. All right. Well, my answer is I don't have a favorite. I have, I have my top three. Okay. okay. So Sam the Eagle is one because I really do love him a lot. Um, the Swedish chef. Oh yeah, that was my favorite growing. That was my favorite growing up. Really? Yeah. Yes, love the Swedish Chef. But my favorite are the old men. Oh gosh, isn't one um, the voices of the old men Dave Collier, Collier, whatever from Full House, Uncle Joey? Is it? I think so. I think he's one of the voices. I don't know their names. Waldorf and Waldorf and um, I can't think. I have no idea. No, I don't know, but they're really funny. No idea. Statler and Waldorf. That's their names. But Kermit the Frog, you know, uh, definitely iconic. He's like the leader of the Muppets, Mm -hmm. I would say, right? He's like Mm -hmm. the leader. He's like, Uh, uh, he's like Mickey in a way. He's the, um, yeah, he's the not so crazy guy. He's the one kind of centered and trying to keep everything in place. Kind of like how Mickey was. Mickey's not so, he's pretty crazy in the new cartoon. Now, yes. But originally he was like the. He was the solid one between the crazy duck and the crazy dog. He's like the straight man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
the uh, responsible one. He's he, that, and that's a great analogy, Alex. Truly, I mean, if you were to compare, you know, the leaders of the packs, that's you know exactly what, what I would say. So I know this is obviously not the memory segment of the show, but do you guys have any good memories with Kermit? I mean, not anything one specific. I, I'm. Why do you? <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say the, so. The memory section is going to be lit. Well, I. <laughs> well, I do have a cool memory of it's most like it's like a Muppet mu- memory, I guess you can say. All right, um, I'll take it. But you know, growing up, you know, uh, Muppet Babies was a huge part of my childhood. You know, I love Muppet Babies. Of course, Kermit was on that. And he was like, just like we were saying, he's the one that's centered. He was like the straight guy, you know, mm, yeah. always the one to, uh, you know, keep everyone kind of cautious. Know, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I mean, Muppet Babies, did, did you, Alex, Muppet Babies was kind of before your time, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't really watch Muppet Babies. Jen, did you grow up on Muppet Babies? That's an 80s. So, yeah, I mean, that was the older side of of me. I remember watching it. So, no, I was solidly a Muppet Muppets kid. Mm -hmm. Solid to the point where when they came out on DVD, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, I definitely went and bought several like seasons of it, hoping that my kids would catch on and and love it as much as I did. That did they that didn't happen. Well, they didn't. Well, my son Nick, he really liked the the new Muppet Babies shows, like the show that came out. Yeah, like the remake, you know. And they had like the Penguin of Summer, I think was the name of the Penguin, yep. you know. And had Kermit, had everyone, and he really kind of, um, you know, took to that one. Uh, I was kind of hoping over at Hollywood Studios they had the, you know, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse show there. I was hoping so much they were going to bring a Muppet Baby show because it was getting popular the muppet baby show yeah the new it one it is still i think right mm, maybe i don't know but i was hoping they're going to replace the mickey mouse clubhouse show with like muppet babies or like the newer shows that are popular because i mean the mickey mouse clubhouse show had mickey mouse clubhouse had like uh vampirina you know mm-hmm. it had uh doc mcstuffins had a lot yeah. of the, the new show so i was going to hope they're going to bring like a show there that had a that had the more popular Disney Junior shows again, but they didn't do that. I'm not sure what's there now, Jen. You know what's there? No, because when you're talking about Playhouse Disney, my Playhouse Disney with my kid was the Bear in the Big Blue House, like oh. premiere of Little Einstein's, like yeah, like Little Einstein's, that cool. kind of uh, Playhouse Disney. You know, we're going way back here. Yeah, yeah. It's not easy. Being green. Let's get to the his on Kermit the Frog. Spend each day the color of the leaves. Kermit the Frog is a puppet handcrafted and performed by Jim Henson until Henson's death in 1990. He is a bright green frog and the first puppet crafted by Jim. He would later be used as the logo for the Jim Henson Company. He starred in almost all of Jim Henson's work, most renowned for his hosting of The Muppet Show. Kermit is a doctor, a host, a singer, an actor a book writer, an iconic character across the globe. His soft-spoken voice and love for everyone he meets have allowed him to inspire generations of people. Even after performing for 60 years, Kermit is still going strong, recently being unmasked on The Masked Singer. We kind of talked about that what, last week, was it? Yeah, last week or a couple weeks ago, yeah, we did talk about it. Yeah, That's we, funny. I think, it was a, I think it was a publicity stunt. For what? I just think it was... I, I think... 
first off, he wasn't the worst singer on the show. There was one that was worse that went and went, went, went left the following week. Uh, I don't think he was worst singer. And I think they knew the show knew what it was doing. It was like, okay, we have Kermit. Let's reveal him the first episode and make it a big deal because Christina actually found out on the news before we watched it who went home because it was all over news, you know? It was the Masked Singer's biggest star ever, unmasked. So that's what Kermit was. That's that was the tag. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of. I mean, okay. What are they cross rep? What are they cross promoting then? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, they're not cross promoting anything. I don't know. That's. I weird. think it's just to get a lot of eyes on them for uh, the first episode. A lot I mean, of because interested. I mean, he's probably the most famous symbol that's been on the show. I mean, of course you have, there's a whole bunch of celebrities that are on the show, but how yeah. many, you know, how many uh, celebrities have the, like, the, the background that Kermit has? Like, right. 60, I mean, 60 years, you know, it's pretty popular. He's I mean, super yeah. popular, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's kind of like Inception a little bit, huh? It was kind of like Inception, right? Like, oh, because a puppet a, doing a puppet? Yeah, man. It's like yeah. a mask inside of a mask inside, of, you know? <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he was puppeteering the snail too. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit is the most iconic character created by Jim Henson. In 1955, Jim decided to make a puppet so he could work on puppeteering to land a puppet job he saw an ad for at his school. Jim didn't like wooden puppets, feeling they looked too rigid, so he made his puppet out of fabric. Jim took his mom's old green spring coat, a pair of his blue jeans and a ping-pong ball. Upon creation of Kermit, Jim didn't decide what he was for sure, just a puppet. No idea of who or what he would become. Kermit's first appearance on camera was on Maryland's CBS WTOP, where Jim Henson was puppeteering for various shows. Kermit would later be a supporting puppet on Sam and Friends' five-minute show on NBC's WRC-TV, which aired on May 9, 1955. The show was a hit and warranted many complaints that it was too short. With Sam and Friends' success, Jim Henson was offered a guest appearance on Tonight Show with Steve Allen, where Kermit and York starred in a skit viewed by all over the country. Jim's success led to Sam and Friends having two time slots a week, leading into the two most popular shows on the network, as well as many guest appearances, all co-starring Kermit. Sam and Friends ended in 1961, as Jim Henson decided he wanted to explore the puppeteering art form and push the boundaries of puppeteering. Jim and his newly formed Muppet, Inc., went on the road for live and televised shows, all co-starring Kermit, alongside some other new Muppets that resemble his future Muppet show castmates. So, once again, you know, Jim Henson was way ahead of his time, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he sat there, we had puppets, you know, they were rigid. Mm-hmm. Ne- they weren't nearly as lifelike as, not going to say lifelike, but move, like their movements were not very lifelike, you know? Yeah. And he brought, he pretty much... uh was a pioneer, right? In this, in puppetry, I guess you can say. Yeah, he was. He he was uh, the first person to use the fabric material so that he could maneuver the puppets in a certain way with his hand and give it more expression, in a sense. They even named a uh, stitch after him, the Henson stitch. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? It's, yeah, it's a, it's a stitch where it brings the fabrics together underneath so close that you can see the line, kind of, but you can't tell where one begins, the other one ends. And there's there's two names for it, but one of them is the Henson Stitch. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Can you imagine working? I mean, obviously, 
it's just unbelievable that, you know, Jim Henson, he pretty much is pioneer in, in puppetry, you know, Kermit the Frog, Muppets, Sesame Street. And now there's a whole bunch of other people who are working, you know, that pretty much took what he had and are just kind of running off with it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That they taught, like he taught someone and they taught him. Mm-hmm. And it's all because of Jim Henson. Yeah. All the kid shows my daughter watches, if we watch any of them and they have a human host, with that human host is a puppet host. And that's that's Jim Henson right there. Because that's what he did, right? Yeah, without without Sesame Street or Kermit the Frog or Sam and Friends, which is the first show he ever did with puppets uh, or Muppets, I should say, uh, those people on YouTube wouldn't have the idea to have a Muppet as a co-star. Do you think that Jim Henson is on the same level as Walt Disney? Uh, for like groundbreaking ideas? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, because he he shaped a enterprise, right? And Disney shaped an enterprise. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to think about how, how huge. I was like, okay, is Kermit the Frog as big as Mickey Mouse? And I don't, I don't think so, right? Yeah. But Sesame Street, you know, and the Muppets. I mean, they're known worldwide. Elmo. Just Elmo. Elmo, exactly, man. Elmo was huge. Why? About twenty years ago, it was like massive, right? Yeah. I I would say I don't think it's as big, right? But. Well, it's the predecessor. I mean, if you think about it, look mm-hmm. at your timeline. So when did when did Sesame Street come out? Because I feel like Sesame Street was something that was in the 60s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was just a an offshoot or an evolution of, you know, everything that was created that was the Muppets. So, um, you know, kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And Kermit's, Kermit's on the... Muppets or mm-hmm. Kermit's uh, not on the Muppets. Kermit has, you know, he showed up on Sesame yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get more into you, that. I, I think that the Muppets are more accessible than Disney. What do you mean? I just think that it's more accessible. I think that, you know, when you think, you know, when you think about Disney and you think about Mickey, right? You think about going to Disney World. Not everyone's able to go to Disney, right? right? Not everyone. So I think that, you know, Sesame Street, I think that is something that, you know, that more it's more people have more access to, I guess you can say. Right. Well, I feel like um, Sesame Street's been it's just kind of its popularity has stayed the same over the years. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just a progr- it's just a perpetually popular thing, whereas the Muppets are definitely dated. You know, there's like you mm-hmm, said, they yeah. tried re- they tried reboots, you know, yeah. with different things. Um, but o- ultimately, overall, you know, it kind of declined in its popularity. I think mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, the attraction at Disney World is purely a nostalgia thing. I know it is for me, yeah, you know, me to too. go in and just kind of immerse yourself in that world of your childhood, because, you know, you can't look at um, what's his name? The um, oh, my gosh, what is his name? fluffy or uh oh the big sasquatch guy chewbacca oh his name is dang it i got 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 it, it it's sweetums is that the big guy look at him without like smiling because oh. that's like you're you know yeah. and did you watch um the muppets take manhattan like that movie i don't remember i think i did oh I don't remember. man that was a great movie is that, is that the one where he, um, kermit sings the rainbow connection right Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that growing up. Oh, now I'm getting all nostalgic. That song makes me cry. I think all if right. we had like, a, I think, I think if we had like a tier list, like Disney would be like S tier, you know, A tier would be A B would be Muppets, and then like C D would be Looney Tunes. Yeah, 
Are you ranking them like like stores like Target versus Walmart kind of thing? Pretty much, pretty much. You know, we got like <laughs> or grocery uh, stores, Publix versus Winn Dixie for us. Yeah, you know, Publix like Disney tier, you know, right? Then you got uh, Winn Dixie, <laughs> which is kind of like uh, the Looney Tunes tier. <laughs> yeah, Looney Tunes tier. In 1963, Muppet Inc. moved to New York as Muppet's success grew. They performed on many variety shows, commercials, and interviews. Kermit starred in a few Muppet unsold pilots called Tales of the Tinker D and the Tales from Muppet Land. On December 31st, 1965, Johnny Carson, host of The Night Show, introduced Kermit as Kermit the Frog, the first time anyone specifies what animal Kermit is. Kermit starred in a skit wearing a red sweater to offset his green body, which was a look he would keep for a little while. In 1969, Jim Henson helped a group try to sell Sesame Street to TV stations to aim towards children learning. Kermit's soft voice and kindness helped show people what the series was wanting to become. When Sesame Street started to air in 1969, Kermit was a core member of the cast, helping teach lessons in reading and counting. He lost his red sweater and gained his green collar, as well as gaining more of a belly to change his sock puppet look. After the first season of Sesame Street, Kermit appeared in a straight-to-TV movie, Hey Cinderella, where Kermit is referred to as a frog, which shows Kermit's marketability. In the next season of Sesame Street, Kermit's collar changed to having 13 points, as well as changing the color to become more yellowish-green, instead of matching his body color. Kermit's round feet turned into flippers, as well as his eyes being turned in more, and placed higher on the head to align with the mouth. Kermit became more of a guest star on Sesame Street, as Jim began shopping Kermit for his show. Kermit would become a field reporter on Sesame Street, as well as singing his trademark song, Being Green. So, Sesame Street now is, is at SeaWorld. Yeah. Is and it? Oh yeah. my it's like goodness, huge. I haven't been there in years. Yeah, they have, they have a Sesame Street whole land. area. Yep, Sesame Street land. It's like a whole area. It's really nice, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, it's not bad. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. You know, you, you got the you got a company like Disney, right? Who they kind of have Sesame. They don't have Sesame Street. Though, no. So. No. It's a separate entity than Muppets. They're both Jim Henson, though, right? Well, they're Jim Henson defense that Jim Henson helped create the Muppets, but he was working for a company when he did that, kind of. He was working, kind of, he was working with like a group. A, it's kind of like Fox before Disney owned Fox. Um, I guess. <laughs> Not really. I'm just <laughs> It's so confusing when it comes down to like businesses and, you know, all these different Yeah. Not like rules and stuff like that. And when and when Jim Henson was on the Sesame Street doing stuff with Kermit, everyone knew Kermit was Jim Henson's puppet, not Sesame Street puppet. Like it was mm-hmm. even like a thing. Like they were like, oh, this is Kermit's not Sesame Street. It's, he works for Sesame Street, but he's not Sesame Street. Uh, he's Jim's puppet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, uh, you know, it's really cool that, because, you know, remember Captain EO, right, over at Epcot? Mm-hmm. Jim Henson was a big part of that, and right. so was George Lucas, right? So yeah. we had Disney, this thing about, we had Disney, George Lucas, and we had Jim Henson. All of these, like, I mean, George Lucas, I mean, Star Wars, he created Star Wars, right? Jim Henson created the Muppets, you know? Mm-hmm. All these that's so much like and this is all before crates. disney owned them all yeah yeah exactly <laughs> right but i mean they all had connections obviously because they were such they were so creative right yeah how great of a show captain e- eo was i mean that show was so great i only saw it like once or twice you know but i remember the first time seeing it and to see jim henson because he was up on the because right before you go into it you can see kind of like the making of it type of thing you know uh-huh. and you can see george lucas and jim henson kind of you know you know working together is this that oh, I missed that show? I wish that was still there. 
uh, but Captain, I, were you with us when we saw it? Did we do that? Probably. Did you guys? Yes, yes. You guys took me through it before okay. it closed. I feel like the that was the last time we saw it. We were all together. <sighs> yeah, it was. Yeah, man, that show is awesome. I remember. I just remember it being. I mean, it's just so iconic and so so much history in that in that show. It, it'll probably come back. Didn't it go away? And then it came back. And it did. I don't think it's. But I don't know back. if it'll come back because they've got something <laughs> else pretty set in there. Oh, come on. It's got to, I hope it comes back because it doesn't, it doesn't really need to change that much, right? It wasn't, it's not like the whole outside needs to change or is this the, you know, probably just like the computer, um, like the thing that make, make it move and stuff like that. And you just put it on there like a DVD and it should be fine, right? Mm, I don't, well, I mean, I don't know what they've done to that theater since then, but you know what? Now that I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about this, I do remember the last time we went and it was Alex yeah. because we were all trying to build him up and he's like, okay. Yeah, whatever, man. I try to build up Alex for everything. He's like, eh, okay. Oh, Flight of Pass is best ride ever. Oh, it was okay. Even though when he was on it, when he was on it, he was like, oh, this is really cool. And then we get off it. He's like, oh, it's okay. In the early 1970s, Kermit sported a double collar for a brief period while starring in the TV special, The Frog Prince. Jim Henson put together a few TV specials called Muppet Valentine Special in 1974 and The Muppet Show Sex and Violence in 1975, which did not star Kermit, but rather he was a background Muppet. In 1976, Jim Henson landed his Variety Hour show, which would be called simply The Muppets. At first, Kermit was not planned as a host, but after the pilot, they decided that planned host Nigel was not a fit and was replaced with Kermit. For The Muppet Show, Kermit would change out his double collar for his iconic single 11-point collar. During the run of The Muppets, as well as mostly all the Muppet movies, Kermit played opposite of his on-air and off-air love interest, Miss Piggy. The Muppet Show was a quick success, so in 1979, Kermit starred in The Muppet Movie, which allowed the lead actor to show his versatility. For 1981's Great Muppet Caper, Kermit's fabric is updated to Antron fleece, which produced his new fuzz look. Also, 1981 marked the last season of The Muppets. Jim Henson and the writers decided the show was getting stale and wanted to focus on making more movies. In 1984, during Muppet Take Manhattan, we are introduced to Kermit as a baby, which will later be given its own cartoon show called The Muppet Babies. Also in 1984, the Muppets went on tour performing stage shows as life-size Muppets, quickly followed by a Muppet Babies tour. In 1990, MGM Studios' now Hollywood Studios debuted The Muppet Show Show, which featured life-size Muppets performing on stage. This was during the time when Disney was trying to purchase the Muppets from Jim Henson. In 1981, Muppet Vision 3D debuted in MGM Studios, which is still there today. That's interesting. I'm sure that I've seen that Muppet show with the, um, you know, the the actual, the life-size puppets or whatever, uh -huh. the one that was in 1990. Yeah. Because we were at um, MGM Studios opening day. Oh. So... I'm sure we saw it, but well, I if don't you remember it. If you didn't see it opening day, I'm, I'm sure you saw it at some point, right? Right. Yeah. Have you seen pictures of that, Joe? No. I, it's um, it's a little creepy looking. Oh, really? No, have to look. Life size Muppets being played by people. Yeah. Oh, kind of like you know Mickey Mouse. I don't know. It's not as bad as Mickey Mouse. No. Have you seen Mickey, like Mickey Mouse back in like 1960s? Oh, yeah. In, yeah, yeah. Back then, yeah. But it was puppets. They, they, there weren't people inside of them playing them, right? No, they were people inside. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure it's just freaky looking. Yeah, it is. Not even, 
not any less freaky than stupid Dr. Seuss characters. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how old how old um would Jim Henson be today if he was still alive? Let's look that up. <laughs> I feel like he would still be alive. I feel like he, he would oh, be yeah. like at a I think so. reasonable age. He was born in nineteen thirty-six. So he'd be like eighty. No. Eighty something? Oh he <laughs> really? You're gonna make me do math. Twenty four <laughs> twenty plus seventy, make ninety four something like that. I don't know. It's twenty one now, and he was twenty six. No, <laughs> I don't feel like sixty. He'd be eighty five. He would 85. be eighty five. Eighty five. There we go. Cut all all that. Uh. uh <laughs> dead air, no, you it. should leave it in because people should see how. Uh, <laughs> 85 is not that old. No, no, no. Pioneer of their time, right? Just uh-huh. think about Stan Lee, right? Marvel, <laughs> Disney, you know, was has Marvel now. And Stan Lee was like a freaking pioneer too, man. Yeah. He was all ahead of his time. Well, they're all, you know, all these different um, iconic people that were just game changers. I know, like, man. What, what, where, are they, where are the game changers? We have Elon Musk. That's what we have right now. He, he's weird. I, would we call him a game changer? Really, would we call him that? He's a game changer, I think. <laughs> the thing he's is, is you don't know who's a game changer until the game is changed. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> you, you, people knew that they were... They, they, people no. knew. No, people saw Jim Henson's talent coming a mile away. They, they saw him coming. Yeah, and Disney, same thing. People When Disney was like in his prime, they knew Disney you know, was a game changer, right? Disney, Jim Henson, they knew he was a game changer. Stan Lee... Mm, I don't know. I think they it took, it took a while. Right, took not a while. right away, because I'm sure the majority of people, you know, comic books were not a as widely accepted as they are now. Heck yeah. You know, Stanley is beloved, but, you know, 30, 40 he, years ago, he's, you know, a nerd icon. Yeah. And, and George Lucas, same. I don't think people knew it, him at the time, too, as a game changer. Right. But I mean, and same with Jim Henson, you know, he's a dude that created puppets, you know, not realizing how he was going to change, you know, the arena the way that he did. So mm-hmm. I would say Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. He even though some people, you know, I think that possibly social media is getting away from him what he wanted originally. But I think that he's definitely a game changer. I mean, look at how Facebook has changed all of our lives. Yeah, for sure. And social media, not even this Facebook social media. I mean, I think he's definitely a game changer in our lifetime. We're we're game changers. Yeah, we're uh, exactly the only Disney history podcast, you know, that (laughs) sticks to like, you know, that do it the way that we do it. Game changers. (laughs) This is his podcast. 2021. In 1990, the creator of the Muppets and the voice of Kermit, Jim Henson, passed away. This left Kermit without a voice. But after Jim's kids asked Steve Whitmire, a longtime Muppet Inc. employee, repeatedly, he accepted the position, becoming the new puppeteer for the arguably most iconic Muppet there is. After the transition to Steve, the future Muppets movies became more about the humans starring in them, with the Muppets playing the supporting cast, which began with 1996's Muppet Treasure Island. In 2002, we saw a smaller Kermit as he starred in Kermit's Swamp, where he was a teenage frog in the swamp, before he went on to become the leader of the Muppets. In 2005, Kermit played the Scarecrow in Muppets Wizard of Oz, which was a great example of Kermit's recognizability. From the past to the present, many times over, you can change Kermit's appearance, 
but with his iconic eyes, face shape, and green color, you can easily tell it's Kermit playing the role. In 2010, the Muppets hosted Volunteering for Disney, which gave volunteers a day at the parks. This came along with Muppets Parade, which was led by Kermit and Miss Piggy on a parade float. Kermit was made 130% larger than the standard Kermit to be seen better while on the float. In 2014, Muppets Most Wanted, a sequel to 2011's The Muppets, starred Kermit as well as Kermit's evil lookalike Constantine, who can be distinguished from Kermit with his mole and angry eyes. Constantine was voiced by Matt Vogel, who would end up taking over puppeteering Kermit in 2017, after Steve Whitmire was fired by Disney. Matt Vogel had worked for the Jim Henson Company since 1993, working as a puppeteer and director. Since Matt Vogel has taken over as the official puppeteer for Kermit, he has been more active than ever, appearing on Good Morning America, Jimmy Fallon, Saturday Night Live, WWE Raw, The View, Bachelorette, Dancing with the Stars, the 68th Annual Academy Awards, and most recently, The Masked Singer. Wow. That's pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. Who is Matt Vogel? Let's, let's take a look at this guy. Well, he was he worked for Jim, the Jim Henson Company, and he was a, a pup, puppeteer and a director. He worked on Sesame Street for a little bit, and he worked on other worked stuff on as well. Worked on a bunch of things, man. Yeah. Yeah, he did a lot of things. And a lot of people think that's why Kermit is becoming more out there because he is a direct. He was a director. Just like how Jim Henson, you know, he produced a lot of these things for the Muppets. And he was able to give Kermit the lead role because he was the one doing it. Just like how this new guy, he's going to be in creative control. The previous guy, Steve, he was not a creativity guy. So he didn't mm. he wasn't able to do the things with Kermit that uh, Jim and uh, Chris will be able to. That's awesome. I mean, he's definitely got staying powder power here. You know what I mean? Like he's in all kinds of, uh, you know, dabbling a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, you can't kind of get rid of him. So definitely still the face of the Muppets, you know, the other ones, people definitely aren't going to know, but you know, if, if we've got little drops of him here and there, and, and if you look at the list of the things that he's appeared on, it's kind of like a, a wide variety. You know what I mean? You've got early morning, you've got late yeah. night, you've got, you know, the, the, the little wrestling arena, um, women's television with the view and, and bachelor and so you know they're really kind of throwing them out all over the place just to kind of keep them still relevant you know yeah cool have you guys seen uh the muppets the movie with uh, jason siegel yes i love it dude i love that movie <laughs> and go ahead i haven't oh, oh my Jen. gosh you need to watch it and, and it's not like the best movie ever no, right no, and no, you're probably not gonna not. like it like the first time you you it's like one of those <laughs> movies where i was like when i first saw it i was like eh. yeah but for more sure. and more I watch it, the better it gets. Just yeah. because, you know, it's kind of like, what's it called when it has like a cult following, I guess. You yeah, say, yeah. Right? And the songs get stuck in your head. Oh my gosh, <laughs> they do, man. And they're so good. And that's part of my memories, which I'm going to talk about later, kind of goes with the newer movies. Yeah, because those songs, they get stuck in my head and I'll sing them. And then Christina's like, no, don't, because they'll get stuck <laughs> in my head. And uh, those. Like the yeah. Man or a Muppet song? Man or a Muppet, yeah. Are you a man? Party for One or is a funny. Muppet? Party that's for funny. One is good. Uh, I never seen the other ones, Muppet Most Wanted, but the main movies I've the main movies I saw as a kid because I grew up in the '90s was Pirate Island Muppet movie, the Treasure Island, Tre right? Treasure Island Muppet movie, yeah. I mean that's a good movie, uh, man. It's the one where they did the version of Christmas Carol. Yes, Christmas Carol yeah. version one. That was the one I've I watched growing up. So those are good movies. I like the Muppets. Uh, I'm not sure is. Tone, who's the guy that's in like 
Rocky Horror, Tim Curry. Tim mm-hmm. Curry. Yeah. He's in Treasure Island. Yes, he is. Is he in mm-hmm. is he another one in um no. Christmas Carol? No. Christmas- He's good in Treasure Island. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So I mean uh Christmas Carol Muppets? is uh a, an English actor. I don't know his name. Mm. Um I'm thinking, is it uh Chris Klein? I couldn't tell you if you were right. I'm about to look up Michael Caine. Oh, so close. <laughs> is it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Michael Caine's Alfred. in the, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, well, is Chris Klein even in it? No, he's not. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking him. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The only Kermit toy released as a Sesame Street toy was the Magic Talking Kermit the Frog plush, released in 1999. Kermit was invited to speak at the Oxford Union in 1994. He delivered an address to 1,000 students on October 28th wearing a motorboard and gown. In 2015, a new species of glass frog was discovered in Costa Rica, which became known as the Kermit frog since it resembles his likeness. In 1996, Kermit addressed the students at Southampton College, New York, as he received an honorary degree, making him Dr. Kermit the Frog of Amphibious Letters. A quick look at Kermit's hands, and you'll notice five fingers. Most Muppets sport the ever-fashionable four-fingered look. To honor Kermit's 50th birthday, the post office released a set of stamps with his photos, as well as some fellow Muppets. In 2002, Kermit was rewarded with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Kermit, along with most Muppets, is left-handed. Kermit added the title of author to his long list of credits with the publication of two books. In 2004, Disney acquired the rights of Muppets as well as Bear in the Big Blue House from the Jim Henson Company. I didn't know Big Bear in the Big Blue House was Jim Henson. Oh yeah. No. Mm-hmm. How do they? How do think they know he's uh, left-handed? Uh, because when they use items, they use their left hand. So probably the Muppet, the uh, Muppet, the puppeteers are left-handed, huh? No, it's because it's easier for them to use their left hand because they're using the right hand for other things, and they're better at using right hand to work everything else are you like some kind of like secret puppeteer how do you know that from doing research <laughs> on kermit <laughs> alex what? is going to be the most knowledgeable no of the his see, because he does all the research no see that's the that's the bad part i do all the research and i have the worst <laughs> memory so it's all just going away every time i do a new episode i forget <laughs> an old episode yeah it's kind of like after he's done doing an episode like when, just, when we're done recording slate my clean, the, slate the men in black guy comes in there and <laughs> flashes the thing in his front of his face <laughs> So he's a doctor, Dr. Kermit. I don't know why people don't refer to him as Dr. Kermit. Since 1996, he should have been called Dr. Kermit. Would you call him Dr. Kermit or Dr. Or Frog? Dr. Frog. K- Kermit. Kermit D. Frog, MD. Kermit D. Frog, yeah. No, he's a PhD, not an MD. Yeah. That's so if he's on a plane, someone says, is there a doctor in the house? He's, he has to say he's here. He has to be like, yeah, yes, I'm a, I'm a doctor of amphibious yeah. letters. <laughs> What is it? What is it? What is that even? Like, what is it? Hey, isn't it cool that they found like a type of frog that looked like? Yeah, have you seen that frog? frog? No, I'm gonna look it up. Oh right yeah, now, look though. it up, man. And the people named it. Oh, they didn't name Steve it. Steve just put it in chat. It does look like him. It does look like yeah. him. Ooh, and the thing cool. is, is they didn't name him that. But as soon as they put the photo on the internet, the internet took over and was like, "This is the Kermit frog. This is the Kermit frog." And it See? got a lot of views, uh, and awareness being called the Kermit frog. That's what the internet should be used for, man. It is used for that. I know, but it shouldn't be used for other <laughs> stupid things that it's used for. It should be used for, like, you know, this type of stuff right here. Man, the one on the right looks a lot like Kermit. Yeah. 
my God. <laughs> Kermit the Frog is an icon. He is known all over the world and continues to this day to inspire children with his wisdom and tolerance. He leads a ragtag group of the Muppets and will continue to fill the world with entertainment for generations to come. Hey guys, it's Alex from Diz His. Soon we're going to be celebrating our 100th episode. We want to do something different, but we need help from our listeners. If you have any favorite memories from a past show or have any questions for us, park or non-park related, just email us at dizhis65 at gmail.com. If you have a favorite memory from a show, just send us the episode it happened on and what occurred so we can find it and replay it for the show. Just email the information or question you have for us at dizhis65 at gmail.com. D-I-Z-H-I-Z-6-5 at gmail.com. Help us make our 100th episode special. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line, wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at magicallyscented.com. Memories, memories. Jen, you have a memory you want to share? I don't really have any specific memories other than, you know, Kermit and the rest of the Muppets are just kind of beloved for me because they're a part of my childhood, but nothing mm-hmm. specific. Okay. How about you, Alex? Um, like I said before, I grew up watching some Kermit movies, so they were on my list of movies I watched a lot of, uh, especially uh, Treasure Island. or Yeah, the Treasure Island one I watched a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a Muppet uh, doll growing up i had um a puppet muppet kermit the frog muppet and i had a kermit uh plush that i you had used a to have all the time muppet? I, yeah it was like it was a puppet a muppet version. puppet it no was he's a, a, is it a muppet puppet or a puppet muppet it's a it's a puppet of a muppet no uh, what's muppet done kermit oh, okay okay so i had kermit i had a kermit plush and i had a kermit puppet as well so oh so are, you were a big kermit fan then i mean it wasn't huge but i had those two items and i watched a lot of the muppets movies uh and I did watch a good amount of the show as well. So I, was, I liked the songs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And now I'm sharing it with my kids. I'm sharing, you know, Muppet songs here and there and they like it. Mm-hmm. Cool. My memory comes with uh, me on the Disney cruise ship and they were playing the Muppet movie on the big screen, like, you know, up on deck. And I sat there and just tore up some French fries and watched the Muppet movie. <laughs> the one we were talking and, about? Huh? The one we were talking about just now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. The, was my son with you? No, I was by myself. I think I was coming back from like working out. <laughs> People are like, hey, hey, stay clear of that guy. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I was like, I just got done working out and I was going back to the room to kind of like, you know, take a shower and stuff like that. And, uh, and I was like, I'm like, you know, I'm going to eat some French fries. So I tore up some French fries and I got some ice cream <laughs> and I was just watching the movie. It was such a good memory. So you just offset all the working out you just did. Yeah, well, that's the reason why I got to work out is to opt out like the 15 ice creams a day and stuff like that. Hey, also definitely recommend if you're on a cruise, right? Go use the showers. If you don't want to use a tiny little shower that's in your room, you can go use the showers in the workout area. <laughs> they are nice. Re- they are really nice. Yeah. People don't think about that. Like if you, you can go use the restrooms in there and everything. It's really nice. You shouldn't use the restroom in a shower. Well, no, yeah, don't use the restroom in the shower, but in the shower area. 
Be sure to follow our social media, DizHiz65, on Twitter and Instagram. And relatively new, we have a Twitch stream account. Just go to twitch.tv, that's T-W-I-T-C-H dot TV, and search DizHiz. Be sure to follow us so you are notified when we start to stream. We sometimes put up spotlights in old episodes, but the best thing is Joe live streaming classic Disney games like Aladdin and Lion King. Sometimes our friend Remy from Remy's Roundtable will drop by to give us some Disney news. Just follow us and jump in when we are live. Joe loves to chat with fans, so start messaging away. You also never know who may stop by for a hang. That's Diz His on Twitch. Jen, what did you do in the world of Disney? Um, not okay. Hold on. Now I have to think. Well, we all, we all did the interview, right? Yeah. The Dane yep. interview with, with Big Beautiful Disney. You know, mm-hmm. Dane, we did an interview together. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good. Check him out at mm-hmm. uh, his YouTube channel. Definitely. That was um that was something that, you know, I know we we spent a lot of time doing it, but it didn't seem like a lot of time. Nah, it went by fast. So no, that we- was that was what? What day was that? Sunday? Saturday? I think it was like Sunday or something like that. Saturday. And he had some really good questions for us. Oh, okay. So before that, um, I was out in Orlando, had lunch at Disney and did some shopping. And oh, yeah. um, so it was, it was kind of a, a dreary kind of day. And um, it was just like a little reminder that I don't really like being out there at spring break. There's a lot of people <laughs> here right now no, in Florida. Well, well, there wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't go any place that it was crowded. We didn't go to a park, you know, we just kind of resort hopped and, you know, checked stuff out and things like that. And, um, so we, but we drove past, um, Disney Springs, which looked wild. It just looked insane. And I'm just sitting there thinking, you know, I, I'm pretty cool with like going places and stuff like that, but you, I wouldn't touch that with a 10 foot pole. I just couldn't Mm -hmm. not right now. Not, not in, and even COVID aside, it just looked like so many people. Mm -hmm. So, and my worst memory comes from spring break at Disney. So I, I just want to avoid it. So that was my little reminder. Like, yeah, I don't want to do this. Where'd you eat at? uh geyser point oh okay okay cool well you've eaten there a lot in the last couple months huh yeah it was one of those things where you know you're like talking about it and then you know there your friends like oh i want to go and so then you go back out and that one's a good one because you don't have to have reservations for it so you just have to be there when it opens mm-hmm. so um and they have brunch I ha- there they don't have brunch they have um they have lunch and then they've just got bar food. They have a cool. really good drink. It's a um, black raspberry Moscow mule. That was really good. Oh, cool. So, and that's, and so then, so then that, and then the interview with Dane and then. Uh, uh, let's talk about Falcon real quick. Yes. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. What did you think of it? Because Alex hasn't watched it, but what did you think of it? Oh, Alex doesn't want. Are you kidding me? How can he not be spoiled with crap on TikTok if he hasn't? Because that's all I see. Oh, maybe actually, that's just my- I haven't been on TikTok a lot lately. That's uh, maybe that's just my feed because of everything that's with true. Vision. But um, I it's not bad. Um, it's definitely. <laughs> you maybe want to watch it when you start off with it's not bad. 
Well, no, it's just, it's the first, it's like the first episode, you know what I mean? Like it's got, there's gotta be a buildup, uh, definitely a lot more of, you know, like your fight scenes and your, you know, your action and things like that, that you kind of were lacking at the beginning of WandaVision. Whereas the beginning of WandaVision for me was like, oh, wow, I love this. This is Mm -hmm. wonderful. And you guys are like, what is this? You know, I feel like you'll do the opposite where you'll be like, heck yeah, you know, the the action and you know, there we go. And that's what I want to see. Um, it's definitely messed up some of the things in it and they they're really getting good at that whole you know last 20 seconds of you know like wait what just happened Mm -hmm. so um you know i mean we're committed we're committed marvel fans anyways we're excited because they finally announced that uh the black widow movie is gonna come oh yeah july yes so that will that'll probably be we we decided we talked and we decided that we'll we'll go to the theater to see that cool Mm -hmm. cool so There's another um, Disney movie that's coming out, Luca, that looks pretty good. Have you seen the previews for this one? Uh, I don't know if I've seen the preview for it. Yeah, it looks really good. It's like these two boys, and they are like half mermaids or mermen or whatever. You know, it's really cool. Like, they're outside. They're just like little boys, whatever. But as soon as, like, water hits them, they start start turning into, like, the creatures. It looks really cool. It's a Pixar film, too. Set in Italy. Oh, Oh, is it Italy? It looks like Italy. I would say it's Italy. Yeah, I can't wait for that to come out. Um, so anything else, Jen? No, that was it. I mean, I'm, but uh, for me, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, Falcon Winter Soldier, just to kind of give my two, um, my two cents about it, is, uh, you know, I think that there's definitely a lot of action. I like the action in it for sure. Uh, I think the whole, isn't the whole series supposed to be them? Like, they're out on their luck? What, the for Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah, like the whole series is supposed to be like that, right? Well, I mean, I see, I can't really get into it because Alex hasn't seen it. Sorry, right, go ahead. You, no, there's there's definitely a couple of different aspects of it because again, we're touching on, you know, mental health and, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with things and that's kind of cool. And also disenfranchisement of, you know, Falcon and, you know, how, I mean, there's definitely several, several, there's a couple of social issues in. Um, yeah, you're right. And, 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 you know, that's one of those things that, Stanley, I, I feel like as far as, you know, the integrity of these characters and, and things like that and, and what they're what they're bringing awareness to, I feel like 100 percent you would get a Stanley approval on just this first episode alone, mm-hmm. because he's very those are all things that he's very, very much um, he's very open about. Yes, absolutely. So I, I definitely think that would meet his um, seal of approval. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that I don't remember where we were going with that, but. Um, <laughs> I was just saying that they're out on their luck pretty much. Yeah. 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 So it'll definitely, um, I, I see that there's going to be some character growth here and that's going to be yep. good. You know, I'm interested to see how they, they meet back up. Um, you know, of course my son was really happy for a war machine, you know, yeah. cameo. <laughs> Dude, he needs so. his movie. He needs a movie or a show. Mm-hmm. I think it'd so. be awesome. Um, no, and and I just I I just love how everything fits into the MCU, and I just love, I just love Marvel, anyways. So yeah, me too. I agree. I think it's gonna be good. I think the whole series is gonna be good. Marvel has a lot of good stuff coming out. Can't wait. Anything. So that's pretty much it for you. How about you, Alex? What did you do in the world of Disney? I honestly did not do anything in the world of Disney this week. Nothing. Nothing at all. No, I mean, Kermit, I've watched... you, you did the Kermit history. Yeah, I did the Kermit history. I learned game, more about game, Kermits. Th- the Dane interview. The Dane interview we were talked about. I, of course, I watched some Disney shows and watched some Disney movies I've already talked about in the past. And that's Dude, about you need it. to watch um, 
the, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'll watch the next two episodes before uh, we record again, for sure. Okay. Well, let's see what I did. I did. Uh, we did a giveaway for Ray and the Last Dragon and yeah. Terra One, which mm-hmm. is super awesome. And she watched it and loved it. Nice. I think that not very many people are watching this movie because you have to pay the extra money, but it's well worth the extra oh, money. Oh, it's so to worth watch. it. It's so good. Uh, check out Ray and the Last Dragon. It's awesome. It's, it's a good message, especially right now. Especially right now with, with what's going on. Jenny, do you are you going to watch this movie? I am. It, we're just. It's not Marvel. Kind of, no, it has nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> we're whole, just kind of we're just kind of crazy oh, right now. That's all. It's so, so good. It's so good. You got you would love it. I know you would love it. And the message is great with everything that's going on. The problem is, is that I accidentally got Nathan invested into um, a TV show and now we're in the midst Which of it. Which one is it? I forget. You told me. I was lost. Yes. Oh, my God. Let, for real? Yes. Well, oh because I love here's lost. how it's here's lost how it started. ABC? Right. Well, here's how it started was, you know, we were just having a conversation, my husband and I, about, you know, the places that he wants to go on summer vacation, one of them being Lost Beach. And he was going on about that. And I'm like, wait, don't they have a lot of cool places that we're going to see in the show? And so just talking to my son and and whatever. And he is invested. Is like he, really? he will be playing games with his friends online. And then he'll be like, I got to go, man. I got to watch a TV show with my mom, like doesn't even care. <laughs> and he'll, he will try to wrestle the remote away from me to watch like two or three episodes. So we're so into that right now that it's hard for me to step away from it with him and try cool, to that's watch awesome. something else, that's but cool. he really likes it for an 11 year old. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I binged it in college before, when it came, like I binged watched the whole series within like probably like half a month, maybe. How is rewatching it, Jen? Is it good? It is. Um, it's funny because you don't you remember things. Well, you we went through this TV show together, didn't yeah. we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like there are key things that you remember, right. but what's also really cool about it is it's intertwined with, you know, I've been working on this trip for so long that the research that has gone along with it, like I pick things out right away, like, hey, 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 we're going there. That's where we're going, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so you kind of forget about things that happened because it was so long ago, but then like, I'm like, Oh yeah, this is a bad episode. This is a sad episode. Or, you know, mm-hmm. like the other, like Boone died the other night and uh, I'm like, dang it. That's right. Yeah. Why didn't they just freaking take Shannon? Why'd they have to take Boone? Like I'm reliving yeah. it again. So, but this is not the first time my son and I have done this. You know, the other show that he absolutely binge watched with me, which is a weird one. Which ER. One? Oh gosh. He completely and totally got invested, which it's just funny for an 11 year old to be like that. He was invested in ER, like still, you know, when um, like he picked up a thing of Romano cheese and was like, hey, mom, it's Romano, you know, like (sighs) it's just funny. So, but yeah, Lost is, hey, so technically that is something in the world of Disney, right? Because it's ABC. That's very true. And you go to Hollywood Studios, the posters are like all over the place over at that one restaurant. What was What's the name of that restaurant, Jen? Uh, Commissary, right? The Commissary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's see. But I will watch it. Um, You're, um, you guys keep saying it's really good. So we will watch it. So good. Uh, What else did we do? Uh, So also Dane is going to be giving, he's donating some stuffies for us to give away. So he has some really cool Mickey stuffies. He has like a sorcerer Mickey and some other, like a steamboat Willie, I think Mickey. So what we're going to be doing starting next week in April is we are going to give away some stuffies. So there's three 
Mickey stuffies that are really cool to give away to our Patreon members. So if you want to sign up for our Patreon, you can be um, entered into those drawings. We're, we're pretty much going to be doing a drawing every week next uh, month. Uh, the three Mickeys, and of course, we have our sponsor, Three Cheeky Chicks, so we'll be giving away a wax melt also. Uh, we have our 100th episode coming up, which is super cool. And mm-hmm. also, we have a Spotify playlist that's for our Patreon members, and it is super cool. I've, I've been listening. I'm on vacation right now. Uh, so right now, I'm out in Orlando and just hanging out by the pool all day, and we have a Spotify playlist that's really good, and I've been listening, listening to that all day. Uh, Tara. She is the one that put that playlist together. One of our Patreon I just members. saw that. It's so cool. Thank you so much. Tara. Yeah. And we can you know the really cool thing about it is that the people who are we can add and take we can add things to it, take things off. You know, it's kind of like, you know, a list that we are all of us are kind of, you know, invested in. We can yeah. add to it. It's, it's pretty cool. So, you know, that's one of the other cool things. If you want to become a Patreon member, of course, you get to listen to live shows and also you get to this is so many different cool Disney things that we do together. So, right. That's pretty mm-hmm. much it. That's the his on Kermit the Frog. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis. USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply.